Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Rob Sanders on the other side of the glass. He's ready to talk to Stan. Our oh, good he, lost, he lost the draw again, huh? <laughs> the short straw. Yeah, we figured out what the short straw was. And uh, turns out it was a straw that's shorter than others. I see. It's, uh, which is witness the name. Then I stop you from saying that I'm here, too. Uh, well, you did interrupt me. Yeah, <laughs> I you did. Stopped I, me, I apologize before my introduction. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Mr. Bluetooth himself is here. Uh, Mr. Bluetooth? What's your name again? Joe McGranahan? That sounds reasonable. Super, I'll answer to that. Super guy. Call me anything, but don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> you can call him Papa. That's what your grandkids do. Well, a couple of other things now, I've been Give us an update too. on your grandkids. How are these good boys doing? They're hanging in there. Oh, hanging in there. Is that life tough for them? Oh, yeah. And Logan had a great last quarter in school. He did well in a talent show, made the honor roll. So Good for him. Well, yeah, we saw him playing piano over at Seals yeah. That is just crazy. He sounds like a great Beethoven piece. Is that what they was playing? Oh, a variation of it, Moonlight Sonata. Yeah. Variation. Wow. <laughs> crazy good. All right. We still have an email from Larry G. from a week ago we didn't get to, so we'll get to that. <clears throat> and we can talk about things that are in the news. Joe found an interesting clipping about this uh, uh, critical race theory. It is not being taught directly in schools, but uh, turns out millions of teachers are required to take a teacher training that uh, critical race theory is the basis for it. So we'll hear about that. We also will uh, have occasionally in the past talked about the issue of transgender athletes, particularly uh, women who or men who transition to be women in athletic competitions in high school and college and the national or no the international world body FINA uh, that I only know one sentence about it and that's that they help decide who gets to compete in international sports sports and Olympics which is why it's important maybe uh, said that if you're transgender woman and you transitioned after age 12 you would not be eligible because you would still have some of the advantages of the male uh, mass that uh, you know young men and uh, post-adolescent men get. So uh, that's on the international stage this morning. So uh, those are some of the topics that popped up over the weekend. Very vibrant shows. Did you watch your Howard Kurtz show on Sunday? I did. I usually catch Howie. I didn't catch all of it, but I caught the first parts of it. Interesting. Always interesting. Always fascinating. And, you know, again, talking about um, the uh, January 6th commission. and Oh, okay. Oh, and the coverage. Now they're talking well, about uh, subpoenaing Vice President Pence. It's interesting how the left revises everything. You know, first, <laughs> when it first came out, Pence was a lapdog doing all the things. Then when he wouldn't, we wouldn't acquiesce to what the president wanted, he became a hero. And now they're saying, well, he only did the right thing when it involved him, you know, when he had determined. <laughs> so well. we're, we're going from right to left to right to left. I mean, it's hard to keep track. Of it, I'm getting. Uh, I'm. Got, I need to see my chiropractor. Oh, okay. You got a message. Okay. Well, I. I think. Uh 
how can you have objective coverage about something that really doesn't seem to be objective to me? I, I think they have some good, valid reasons to meet, and I know they started out in a bipartisan nature, and they have some Republicans there, but it's very no, pointed. I don't think they did start out in a bipartisan nature. Okay, well, that's fine. All right, it would so have been we'll bipartisan that. if they had allowed the uh, Republican picks to serve on the committee. They certainly have an anti-Trump lean now, and so that is uh, so. And then, of course, Trump how could is, coverage be balanced of that? It's not a balanced function. Well, I mean, in all honesty, when you hear what President Trump's saying, he has a nasty word for everybody involved in the process. You know, and I can understand if he feels it really is uh, what's tilted against him. And I think it is tilted against him. I can understand him raging at it. But, I mean, it just is more of the same with him. The election was stolen, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) They're all after me. And then he says he didn't (laughs) call uh, uh, Pence a wimp. I'm like, come on. He called him a wimp. He called him another word, too. (laughs) Right. So, all right. So those are some of the topics. They kind of popped up over the weekend, but it's a new day and a new week. We can talk about that, which you wish to. 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners had some questions about electric cars a few weeks ago, and one another one of our listeners had some answers about electric cars shortly thereafter, so we can try to get to that as time permits. I misspoke. Well, not misspoke. I was wrong. I said that Stan was on the line. He often calls us right off the bat, but uh, Stan must be on vacation. We'll assume he's at the shore. It's Eric. <laughs> but it's Eric who often calls us uh, early in the morning to make sure we're good to go with a good topic. So, Eric, you got the floor. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, I've been gone. I uh, spent two weeks uh, in Europe with my lovely wife for our 40th anniversary and came back with some unique perspectives. Had the opportunity to chat with, uh, we were on a Viking cruise, and uh, had a chance to chat with some of the crew members uh, from different countries, Romania, uh, Czechoslovakia, and so forth, about the uh, their thoughts on the United States. And, oh, you uh, must be. They had some rather strong opinions. You must be part of the country club group if you can afford weeks away in Europe. Uh, no, this is once in a lifetime. <laughs> when my wife, when we celebrate our fortieth, is our opportunity to uh, to uh, take. Yeah, no. No, I'm just harassing you. Save, save up for years, I think. But, uh, I'm just harassing you. Not, you. Sir. No, I, uh, I never belonged to a country club in my life, and uh, oh, but anyway, gosh. that's not the point. Yeah, um, the point is the perspective that at least the Europeans I was speaking to, and these were working gentlemen. This, I was, it was on the back of the boat in the evening. I enjoyed a cigar at night, and that's the part of the boat where the uh, crew is allowed to congregate after their off hours and so forth. And you know, you're allowed to chat with them and so forth. And uh, and the perspective they had is, is on American politics. They asked them flat out, and uh, they're confused by it. They, they certainly think America is a great place to be, but really, with all our our um, wealth and so forth, why we are having such turmoil and why we're following a buffoon of, of Donald Trump still, and they just can't, they can't imagine it. And they, they remember, uh, you know, President Trump trying to pull us out of NATO, and now, now look what's happening in, in Ukraine, and, and it's just very interesting. And, and they, it's hard to describe. Um, they were trying to be gracious because they knew I was from the United States, and I tried to say no. Let, let let's talk openly about it. And uh, so, just different perspective. Uh, but it's great to be back in the United States. Uh, enjoy enjoy the other cultures and so forth. But when we touched down in Newark, uh, it was great to feel back in the United States with our our freedoms intact and don't have to worry about saying things. And it was great. Um, but came back to much uh, <laughs> so so. Uh, 
Uh, Mr. Well, we Ron, raised the is, gas is, prices is the on you. Huh? That, that, that was still up in the air when I left. We raised the gas prices on you while you were gone. What was up in the air? Uh, I noticed that, too. I, I was hoping when I <laughs> was driving back from Newark outside of New Jersey, I thought, oh, Ask me oh $5. Dollars. Of course, I, I, had, I wasn't totally. I what? was watching BBC World News and so forth. I knew they were coming up. What, what happened while you were gone? What was... What was, what was uh, that? Well, Dr. Oz uh, <laughs> uh, came the the, uh, the Republican candidate, oh. and I heard uh, just latest polls is he's trailing, trailing rather nine points or more. I've heard no, uh, not they, nine I, four. It was well, right outside me? the margin of error. The margin of error was four point four, and I think the um, he was like five points behind or six. But that's going to change because people are going to realize that Fetterman lied about his health and has been misleading people all along. And when they realize that Dr. Oz is the better candidate, he will get overwhelming support. <laughs> In your opinion. Yeah, so, so nice planning of seed, Joe. So now already you're saying that, that Fetterman is, is as you as – you, uh, uh, you know, associate him with uh, with the President Biden as being unfit because he he's not healthy. Well, and, and you're a doctor, and you know this, or is Doctor Oz actually? Oh, you missed um, it while you were gone. I guess. Yeah, poor old Joe can't even stay on his bike, Eric. I mean, like, come on, let's well, go. <laughs> I, I thought that was interesting too, but then I thought, well, you know, I don't think President Trump even knows how to ride a bike because I never saw him on one. Well, if he rode it and he fell off of it, he cursed the bike, blaming it for his problem. <laughs> well, no, I think there'd be a lawsuit to the Schwinn company or whoever he bought the bike from. Well, that's I possible mean, too. He, he's not going to miss a chance to make a buck somewhere if he can. And you all know, right, and, uh, all right, all right. Anyway, man. So all we have agreed upon is that we have the two worst possible candidates for president ever, and one of them had to win. Oh, I like well, that. I can't say that because you know uh, I I have voted Republican in the past. Uh, uh, based upon you know issues and so forth, and and I, I my first voting was for for Ronald Reagan back in the eighties when I was turned eighteen and could vote. Well, so I'm uh, sit down, just astounded by your Republican Party gets away <laughs> from kissing the feet of a former president and and bow cowing to everything he says. Right. But they're and not you doing have a news network which does the same thing. Where would Fox News be without President, former President Trump? No, no. Where would MSNBC be without pre- former President Trump? This morning they said that <laughs> Republicans are not even part of the country anymore. This is the kind uh, of all right, bizarre uh, thinking they have over there. Let me stop you Honestly, both there. Hold on, Eric. Hold on. What do you bring into the table? Let's wrap up here. The, your good folks that you talk to overseas are confused about U.S. politics a little bit beyond well, that. Well, because they still can't believe we're following... A thing that Trump says, I mean, they realize he's not the president anymore, but they still hear that how how many people, uh, how much he's trying to be part of that, uh, jumping in on these different. Uh, you, you see the the rallies, they see the the, the pro gun stance despite these massacres. They really can't understand our gun policy. They are absolutely flabbergasted by that. They think every American is gun crazy. And when I told them, hey, I personally <laughs> own well. seven or eight guns and long guns, they like I said, but uh, you know. I gave my point that we shouldn't be giving them to children. They totally agree, but they are gun policies. Well, they rest, flipped them out. They rested flipped their case. You're, they they can't rested, believe it. They rested your case. You're gun crazy. <laughs> by, by spending some time with these gentlemen, no, I'm not. But they just think that, you know, after after these massacres, that we're not doing anything about it. That, that very much. Because these gentlemen are also dads, you know, and a couple of their moms. And... Uh, 
and love their children too, and they can't figure out in the United States that we love our children okay. as we do. Well, what should we do, Why Eric? We allow You're saying these, our own children to kill the, our children. These foreign sages that you conferred with on the back <laughs> of a boat. What do they recommend we do? Well, they they didn't want to kind of throw their thoughts on me, but they just. I said, "What's your opinion?" They thought we, they just can't understand a great country like the United States of America, where we have freedoms, but we still allow we still allow our children to kill our children. Well, can they they under, can, can how, how did where did they stand on the southern border being so porous and all the fentanyl and drugs and things coming across, and the president not enforcing the law there? Would they have an opinion on that too? By the way, well, they they believe that that people should have the opportunity to come to the United States and, and work uh, and. Some of them said they would, you know, they might seek that opportunity, but we didn't get into uh, into that right. very much. Now, no. okay. we, we were we we got hung also up on a violation of the law. We got discussion of, of the guns because that's one thing they can't have a grasp around. All right, we you got know? you. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks, Welcome Eric. back. Thank you, gentlemen. Miss you guys. Miss the show. Happy uh, anniversary. <laughs> thank you very much. I'll pass on to my wife. Thank okay. you. Bye bye now. Bye. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line is open. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the market wkokid.com and text us at seven zero two three six. Uh, include the keyword OTM, our good uh, caller Eric, back from overseas, uh, here to tell us uh, his good opinions on almost everything we've talked about in the past uh, three weeks. So we're glad for that recap. What's your view on those topics? 1 800 Common sense changes in gun laws that would make us safer. Let's see. Uh, the January 6th uh, committee, critical race, transgender, these are kind of the things we've talked about lately. What's your view on these topics? Call us now. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Rob Center. Mr. Joe McGranahan and I'm Mark Lawrence. We've got some callers uh, lined up. Cindy, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark. Thank you. Uh, and good morning, gentlemen. Boy, what a gorgeous day, although a wee bit chilly. It's true. I wanted to uh, raise the topic of tax cuts. Governor Wolf is on the cusp of uh, working with the legislature to provide yet another tax cut for the wealthy in this commonwealth. And I'm feeling pretty frustrated about this, frankly. You know, over the past decade, Pennsylvania has enacted numerous corporate tax cuts. Up to $3.2 billion worth of revenue has been lost in doing all these tax cuts. In 2016, Governor Wolf and the legislature eliminated the capital stock and foreign franchise tax, which cost the state $242 million just in its last full year. And now they want to give yet another 
big tax cut to businesses, which would mean a loss of hundreds of millions of dollars every year. And while they're at it, they're also looking at increasing the tax break to the big movie makers that if they come and make their movie in Pennsylvania. So where are the tax cuts for everyday Pennsylvanians? Where are the tax cuts for working-class folks who get taxed to death in every paycheck? Where are the tax cuts for the struggling middle class and lower-income people? If we have the money to give big business yet another tax cut, why aren't we focusing instead on giving a tax break to everyday Pennsylvanians? Hmm. Okay. Oh, I, we called down to Harrisburg. Here's what they're saying today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. Yes, yeah. that's it. I mean, they're far busy right. with uh, fending off attempts to cut out their gift receptions. <laughs> yeah, they have to fend <laughs> they have off other the... things. They have other things they're worried about. <laughs> well, I have a problem with them getting gifts. I, I was astounded that they can receive as much as $250 with, with as a political person a gift from a lobbyist. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, that does not affect their vote. None of us Mm-mm. should think that somebody handing you... You can't give a person a dollar at a poll place because it would affect their vote. But you, <laughs> can, but you can give legislators all these gifts, trips, uh, tickets to big events, all these things... And they don't, it doesn't impact their vote. Oh, no, they're I mean, totally objective. They just appreciate the constituentists thanking them for their service. Well, they ought to consider every dollar of that $86,000 a year salary a gift, frankly, and, you know, from the taxpayers in general, because that's not to mention the platinum health insurance they enjoy, which they pay, you know, bupkis for on their side of the equation. So. But I'm, I think it's unjust. It's, this is re- they raised all the taxes on gas. They raised the taxes on, on phones so that uh, ours, my gosh, we raised ours to $5 for, for the 911 system. They've, they have no problem raising taxes on everyday folks repeatedly throughout the same time that they cut $3 billion in business taxes. I, if you have the revenue and the resources to cut taxes like that, then you should be addressing everyday people. Then they'll come out and say, oh, my goodness, the poor people can't afford to turn the heat on. Well, geez, guys, why don't you cut their taxes? And they can. <laughs> Excellent points all. Yeah, there's nothing. And you can bet the next time, of course, they're going to squander through this federal money that's out there, or they'll have to return some of it. And you can bet the next time the budget is tight, well, we need to do a slight increase on the income tax in Pennsylvania. But, of right. course, they won't restore the business tax. Oh heavens no. no. Or or you know what they could do with this with this windfall they find themselves with? They could put it in the pension fund, which is hundreds of millions of dollars behind. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And if you boosted it by putting it into these pension funds, they, the legislators, created this problem in the first place, along with what appears to have been some skullduggery on the Peasers board. But, you know, if they put the money there, that benefits everyone, businesses, everyday folks, the poor, all the people who are potential pension enjoyers. You know, that that would be a very broad-handed way to redistribute that money. Well, Cindy, but. what they say is that if they don't lower this corporate net income tax, we will never get any new businesses or new manufacturers around here. And they say that if you interview them, 
at any of the ribbon cuttings or groundbreakings for the hundreds of manufacturers who are coming to Pennsylvania to right. to use right. the workers and, and get hundreds of more workers. Yes, it's weird. I understand, no, no. you know, that that drug company went out of business, right? They, they're leaving. But someone came on the heels to open a new business. I don't well, see that as a factual... Uh, statement. Well, I think now, you have to, you have to look at you have to Cindy, you have to look <laughs> you have to look at the the hard work people like Drive are doing, uh, the outstanding work they're doing, bringing people to the area. But they're we're in competition with every other single location in the state and uh, and every other state in the country. And if you make things unpleasant for business, guess what? They're not going to come here. They don't have to. They can find some other place where they say, all right, we will lower the taxes, we will give you a break because we want to put our people to work with good-paying jobs. Let them. I and need a Joe, tax break. in contrast, I'll say to you that we see the flight of Pennsylvanians, especially college-educated ones, out of the Commonwealth. So maybe if we didn't tax them to death, they wouldn't leave. And they would be contributing members of the economy, and they would buy the goods that those businesses are making, and they would pay the local taxes that run the schools and government but you're so fond of. If they if they had a good-paying job here in the state, they wouldn't leave no matter what. I don't think that's true. And I, uh, who who I is going to leave a good, high-paying job to go to another state? You know, if they have, if with with nothing being certain. I mean, for we're, decades, we're in, teachers blocked out of the state to go to other states. Well, that's that's a little bit different situation. Teachers tend to have locked-in salaries through contract negotiations, as opposed to individuals who have the freedom to take a job or leave a job right, as they choose. All right. Thank you so okay, much. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thought-provoking call. Dick, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. I'll, I'll make this pretty quick. You know, back in, and I researched this over the weekend. I went back and found articles on when Merle Phillips uh, put the effort out to put in the uh, fish ladder on the, on the Faber Dam. And he, and it says right here in this article that he earmarked, he put back $10 million in the capital budget just to be safe. That was the operative phrase, just to be safe. And I'm sure now when they're going to do this project, whenever it is in the next couple of years or so, there's no, none of that $10 million left. I'm almost 90% sure of that. I could be wrong, but I, I wouldn't think it's out there. I guess my, I guess my point is they, they have all this extra money that they got from the federal government, and there's a time frame, clock ticking. If they don't use it for something, it goes back to the, to the federal government. Why, I, I wish our local residents would go to the, to the governor and, and whoever has control of that money and ask them to put the money out in there for the fish ladder. So we don't, it doesn't have to come out of somewhere else. Dick, the money for the fish ladder is there. They're waiting for the final bids right now to come in for it before they well, start yeah, it but up. That's not the same ten million. That no, it wasn't actually was a ten million. It wasn't ten million dollars sitting in a pot somewhere. It was an allocation in the capital budget, and when it didn't get built, the money went uh, just went away. It was it wasn't that's, spent. That was my point. So, but there is money there. You're telling me there is money there. There is money there, but it's not for the kind of extravagant fish ladder that Merle Phillips originally uh, had in as. A plan. It, it's scaled down considerably in recognition of the fact, quite frankly, that the original plan, while beautiful, would have been destroyed every time we got high water. So they're trying, they're looking now at something that's much more practical. Yeah, they'll put up an extension ladder every year when the uh, fabric dam's inflated. No, they're, yeah, right. <laughs> the fish can climb it, right? I guess my point was well, first of all, it was part of the Fish Commission's fault to not realize when they put the, when they did the whole project when she had migrate. I mean, they, 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 they took care of every other dam. There was a way of getting up Safe Harbor, Conowingo, Holtwood. They, they understood that. But for some reason, they got, the people in the Fish Commission did not realize that she, when the dam was going to be up, that was the exact time that Sheb were migrating up the river. 
And I just can't imagine that, that their biologists didn't tell them that. Well, I think and they, they could have they, they made allowances when they built the Faber Dam in the first place. I think they did, but the way it was set up originally was that each dam in succession had to provide something for the shad to get around. And, and now it's our turn. They've come to the point where we're the last impediment, in theory, before the shad get to their ancestral breeding grounds. Oh, brother. But, it's, right, so, it's, been a, it's been an impediment for years and years and years because Merle Phillips was working on it, and, and as I say, it's been, there, it's been a long time. My only fear is that it will not more happen again this time. Right. Okay. I think you, it will happen this time, Dick. I, I honestly do. So, we'll Dick, see. you named Safe Harbor, Conowingo, Holtwood. What's the last one? What's that? Well, the fab- well, there's several more. There's one more for sure. Your Haven. Your Haven. Right. <laughs> Your Haven. Yeah. But my point being is that they they, they, they made they made arrangements for every dam except the Faber Dam at the time, and here it is, all these years later, all these years later. And they're just getting around to it. Hopefully, they're getting around to it. I mean, that's my only point about this. And, yep, and you. you know, I'm getting old. I'm getting old now. And some people don't want shit in the river. I understand that part of it too. <laughs> I, All right, to why not? Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, huh? Dick. Thanks well, for calling. They, they die and they really smell up the. the uh, shorelines. Oh, okay. Well, they're trying to bring yields back, too, so... Hey, I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. They got uh, three addresses. One is on 4th Street in Sunbury. You can go right between Jefferson and Washington and save a few Lincolns down there. And Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. I believe Runyon Road is the cross street that's associated with that. And go to this address, sunburymotors.com, where you can click on the coupon for the works a fuel saver package uh, they can buy a new ford hyundai or kia and now they've added accoutrements to the website so you can see the vehicles that are on the lot or you can click on the ones that are in transit the ones they've ordered the ones that might be waiting for chips <laughs> joe's truck is waiting for a chip it's been a couple weeks now but uh, it already has a VIN. it just doesn't have a chip or one of them anyway or maybe any of them I had a bag of chips over the weekend. Not those kind of chips. Sunbury Motor Company, they'd love to do business with you and save you a ton of money. They sponsor On The Mark for that. We are quite grateful. They also got the Quick Lane open six days a week. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. <laughs> Greetings and welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We talked about uh, the fish ladder. We're hoping it gets constructed uh, this year. And well, the taxes. fish are hoping it gets constructed. It doesn't matter to us, does it? When? Well, but uh, those other fish ladders down the river don't work very well. They do exist. My favorite one is good. the one at York where they actually put the fish in an elevator, take them right. up, and then shoot them and down. You bucket. never saw. They have big pictures of the fish coming out, and they look very confused. And they're like, what? <laughs> what, what, happened? what? What happened? All right. One of our good listeners called about taxes. The governor and the state legislature very interested in cutting corporate net income taxes or taxes that are imposed on all kinds of rich people, but uh, us working-class dogs being overlooked uh, in this tax conversation. So hopefully they'll come around and see the light. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email 
us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, some very brief news headlines here. PennDOT maintenance crews setting up shop on three different roads around here, so watch for slight delays on the Herndon Bypass. They'll be flagging their starting tomorrow up to and including the following Monday. Old Route 15 in White Deer Township, Union County, water project there, single-lane traffic again, so flagging there during daylight hours. And Cooper Township, Montreux County, a blockage along Bloom Road, uh, requiring a detour there using Woodbine Lane, Route 11, and Tower Drive. We did catch up with U.S. Congressman Fred Keller at that dedication to the former Mayor Jesse Woodring Police Station dedication in Sunbury and asked him about the framework for some gun law changes in Washington, D.C., and he says, nope. I'm going to quote Ronald Reagan. We need to stop blaming society when somebody breaks the law, and we need to restore the American precept that an individual is accountable for their actions, and we need to hold them accountable for it. It's tragic what happens when people get harmed, but let's focus on the individual and what they're doing and not the instrument they're using. And he says not in favor of the raising of the age from 18 to 21 for the enhanced background check uh, for teenagers uh, buying semi-automatic rifles or the ARs or comparable rifles. Not in favor of the dating change that would uh, keep law guns from individuals who are violent. Uh, not change. Not in favor of financing the red flag law changes for states or the mental health enhancements. Not favoring those proposals in Washington D.C. One Columbia County. Police Police Department is out with a story of a local woman scammed out of $35,000. Police in Catawissa say a woman said she was checking her email, found out that uh, they saw a security message on her computer screen linking her to Microsoft. She was told then her computer had been hacked and there had been some fraudulent charges and she had to make good on those. Lowe's, Home Depot, and JCPenney's uh, gift cards purchased to make good on them and the numbers given to the scammers. Bribery is legal in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, so says Rabbi Michael Pollack, who stood in front of the podium at the state capitol on Friday and said the legislature needs to impose a gift ban. The governor imposed one for the governor's staff, but the legislature still accepts hundreds of thousands of dollars in free gifts or bribes, if you will. It wasn't Pollack's first time delivering the message. He says he's been working for this on, uh, for years. Uh, the legislature does say that they will likely pass it someday, but no hurry in in Harrisburg <laughs> to pass that gift ban. Well, they love those Penn State tickets in particular. But concert get your tickets. gifts ready. Give them to your favorite legislator, right? Right. Uh, let's see. From Washington, D.C., members of the U.S. Capitol Police detained several members of Stephen Colbert's production crew Thursday night. Officers responded to what they said was a disturbance, which turned out to be the Late Show crew filming a Triumph the Insult Dog segment in the steps of the Capitol. Or no, I guess inside, no, inside the, Capitol. the Capitol. Yeah, Capitol. inside, sorry. Apparently, they were there earlier in the day during prearranged interviews, but stayed to tape some of the elements in a restricted area. The case has been referred to the U.S. Attorney's Office. No word on what those charges will be considered. But they should be held without bail and without being able to Well, yeah, I would think that would be sedition, right? Wouldn't that be conspiracy? They were told to leave earlier in the day, but they didn't leave. Right. Well, when it happens to the Proud Boys, it's sedition, so it should happen to them, too. Right. Uh, Let's see. Finally, the U.S. House Committee on the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol has an Another hearing tomorrow will focus on... 
show me your shocked face, President Trump. Oh, no. no. And his phone calls to local <laughs> officials to get them to invalidate their state's electoral votes. Elise Preston says the president is responding. At a rally Saturday, former President Trump reasserted that the things he did during and after the 2020 election were perfectly fine. Word for word, this phone call could not have been better. Representative Adam Kinzinger, a Republican on the committee, believes President Trump is guilty of seditious conspiracy. All right, and that's Elise Preston from CBS. Uh, let's go right to the phones. Folks have been patient. Uh, Cindy, you're on the mark. You get another 60 seconds. Go right ahead. I'm calling about the fish ladder. I read an article a few weeks ago that they have shut down the fish ladders south of uh, our area because of the snakehead fish. It's a um, a foreign fish that's been invading the waterways. It's very destructive. And so there are no fish moving ahead on those dams, none, and will not be until they can solve the problem of the snakeheads. So why would we be building yet another ladder when there's no fish moving north of that? Well, and this one doesn't shut down as far as I know. I didn't see anything in the plans that would allow you to turn it off for any reason. But, yeah, invasive species. Even the worst. Right. The mollusks use it to move upstream, believe it or don't. The fish carry them, those invasive Chinese mollusks or something. I forget what I they're called. We had another problem. Right. So yeah. while it seems like a great idea, I, I have serious questions about, first of all, why would we spend the money to do this when you've shut down the other fish ladders for the snakeheads, which they've not been able to control on the Mississippi or any other river? So why would you only create a greater problem? You know, if they get up here, they're going to kill the native fish. They eat them, and so there'll be no fishing but these snakeheads, which when you boat across the water, they leap out and jump into your boat. Oh, They're very them. aggressive fish. Oh, my gosh. Is That's yeah. them. I didn't realize it was them that they were talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ugly. Ugly fish. All right. Okay. Thank to you, be gentlemen. continued, thank you so much. Stan, thank you for calling in. You're on the mark. Yeah, you were talking, uh, I guess, Keller's uh, statements about gun control, and... Uh, and he said, you know, enhanced background checks doesn't necessarily support on juveniles. I guess. No, not their juveniles, 18 to 20-year-olds. Now, my question with that is, and I don't think that information's been put out, are they going to open up their juvie records of people? Because without, yeah. without doing that, they're going to do nothing. Unless the public can see it. Well, no, unless the people doing the background checks can see it, because right now I think all juvie records are sealed. Right. Yeah, I don't so know if, the they're, if they're not going to do that, to yeah, good what are question. they going to gain? Yeah, good question. Well, they, they say in this framework description that somebody somehow is going to have access to the juvie records so they can examine them, but they're not saying who, you know, whether it would be you doing a background check or the state police or the feds. Well, no, I, I don't have access to any of it. They call the state police. When I make a phone call, I'm calling the state police. Okay. Okay. So they have the, they have access to those records, or they should. If they don't, that's a problem. Right. Because you know, there's a lot of a lot of you know juveniles that have committed some pretty heinous crimes and felonies, and once they reach a certain age, that all kind of gets hidden from right. from law enforcement, unless it's you know they get court orders to unseal their records. Or get charged as an adult at some point along the way. Right. If that if that happens, well, then that I guess that goes in their adult record, and then it's open. But there's a lot that aren't. Right. I mean, Most. they don't even have to commit murder, but you know, they commit armed assault or anything like that. 
you know, as a juvenile or, you know, beat the crap out of somebody and or whatever, and they've been arrested and stuff like that would be a felony for an adult, that should all be out there yeah. as far as for, the, for law enforcement to track. And if they're not able to, then I don't care how many background checks you do, you're never going to stop it. Well, and they, they they picked, what, three or four things that they're willing to look at, raising the age limit and the red flag law wow. funding and that kind of thing. But we haven't seen the details on those yet. You gentlemen yet. are missing something that's pretty obvious, I think. Oh, sorry. You wouldn't have to know the entire record. Someone would just have to look at and see if there was a juvenile record for a person attempting to buy a gun. Any juvenile record. Any juvenile oh, record. Okay. And if there was and right. it's deemed to be a threat, then it could be released to the police. But you don't have to make everybody's juvenile record available just because they might buy a gun. Yeah, actually, you do, Joe, because you know a lot of, a lot of juvenile stuff is plea bargained away, so you don't know the full extent of what they were charged with. You know, they could have been charged with uh, you know, aggravated assault or whatever, and they plea bargain away to simple assault or a misdemeanor, and that would never show up as a felony, which would prohibit them. So but you need the full record. To the charges. You need the full record. Yeah, but, I mean, let's face it. Your your record is only what you are convicted of or what you are um, confessing. Well, well, I know, but it should also show what you've been charged with. And then that right. can say, and, okay. But, uh, the, yeah, and you're, you're always talking, Stan, about, well, what happens if somebody makes a false claim? If the police overcharge somebody or the district attorney overcharges someone in the hope of getting a plea deal, that's not exactly yeah, fair to consider either. There. That would say he was charged with this, and then when it came to the hearing, the police that, withdrew it after this and that conversation. But a plea deal is exactly that. Many times a district attorney will level more charges, hoping to negotiate something down and avoid a trial. That's the way the system works. Is, is that is that what happens with all the gun crimes? They plea bargain away. <laughs> yeah, is that, no, is that I, th- what I thought it was. There? I thought it was supposed to be fairly. Well, no, we're talking about juvenile and juvenile records. Well, yeah, I, I don't care whether it's juvenile or adult. With, as far as plea bargains go, you know, a lot of times gun crimes suppose I'll, I'll quote use of a gun in a crime. Those crimes are plea bargained away, so they get a lesser lesser crime charge against them, and they get a lighter sentence. But there's a when law there's in mandatory minimums on all those charge, you know, when using a gun in a crime. Right, there's a law, a federal law, isn't it? If you commit a crime with a gun and you five get years. an five year enhancement, there's more than one federal law to that effect. All right. Well, so, so but you never you see plea- the feds prosecuting, do you? If it's if it's required, they can't plea bargain it away. <laughs> but they do. Well, they can't. Possession, possession by a felony, by a felon, a lot of times will be plea bargained away. Well, that might be, but if they the mandatory minimum away, depending on whether or not they committed a crime with a gun, if they commit a crime with a gun, it's an absolute, doesn't it, isn't it? Doesn't matter. A felony in possession is a crime. A felon in a felon in possession but again, is a crime. We're, we're, we're mixing back and forth between juveniles and juvenile wow. records and adults here. But Stan's well, point is well it, taken. It, it the whole idea. The Let's find out whether this law covers that or not. That's the key. We don't know yet. We haven't seen the details on that. Maybe the details really don't even exist yet. But we got to find out and find out how much access to the juvenile records somebody gets, whether it's state police or somebody else. Stan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Yeah, they just need to take care of things the way it needs to be taken care of. All the information needs to be put out there so that crazy people can be stopped. That's yeah. the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, make sure you tell and Congress. And even that, even that isn't going to stop them all.
Well, you won't have to tell Congressman Keller he's not in favor of it, but you should tell Congressman Muser he's going to be involved, you know, potentially in helping to negotiate this. So uh, he's going to want to know people's input on this. Okay. Give well, him an informed opinion. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Thanks, Stan. Man. Yep. Have a good one. Appreciate you the too. call. All right. We got some texts and some emails. We'll read those in a moment. We're going to take a break. 1 800 795 9565. I see Trump's fat rear end on what? Am I reading that? That's, is that well, you can guess country? who that's from without oh, okay. even reading the signature. <laughs> EB. Okay. All right. So that's about President Biden falling on the bike. 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Lower right-hand corner, Joe. Lower right-hand corner, all right. Uh, Cindy, did the tax cuts create more economic activity, raising funds to the Treasury or not? Remember, it's not the government's money. And allow our children to be killed? Really, Eric? I guess you must be talking about the 800,000 killed by abortion yearly. And another one directed at Eric. Wow, Eric, going with the NATO lie and Trump, you should really learn the facts. <laughs> okay. All right, Chris, thank you so much for being our full-time fact finder. We really, really appreciate it. If you can find a fact. That one. It's a but, burdensome uh, job. Neither do I. But go ahead, Chris. But, but I do remember when uh, Ronald Reagan and the Republicans in California made public carrying illegal in California. That was wrong. <laughs> is, is Joe staying suited for that one? Uh, we all, no, now he just stands up for two seconds and sits no, back down. I think Ronald Reagan had it right. I mean, I th- I'm not going to tell you that we shouldn't do something about guns in this country. Uh, I just uh, think that we cannot be over, we can't overreact either. I mean, we have to do the right thing, not just anything. And of course, you know why it was done. Why was that? Mm, probably gangs. Because the Black Panthers were patrolling streets with guns and went down to the state capitol with guns. And that's the non-racist reason why they uh, passed that law in a hurry. Oh, well, maybe non-racist was incorrect. <laughs> the bipartisan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, bipartisan. Okay, what else? So if it were the Proud Boys and they enacted it for that, that wouldn't that wouldn't be racist, right? Uh, why? White white people eliminating it for I mean if there are a group of people carrying people? guns around the Capitol, I think that's a bad idea any yeah, day of the, the week. The point is they didn't and they didn't in Michigan when they did it. It's because uh they seem to have different standards for white people than black people. Oh, okay. 
So the Proud Boys it. could get away with it. They could carry the guns and that in the, is the reason why I That's the reason why I sometimes tilt to no control of guns, so black people can protect themselves in this country. Okay. I haven't been tempted to move that way yet, but I am tempted. I haven't, haven't moved that way, but I'm, I am tempted because of that. Okay. What else? Uh... The nonsense about uh, the it was the, the about the Democrats making it uh, an improper committee when it was the Republicans who didn't want to do it and were dragging their feet. They right after the January sixth they wanted to do it, but then they all changed their mind and fell in line with Trump and didn't want to violate it. So they were desperately looking for a way out, and uh, and one was found by appointing the crazies to the committee. Now, well, they aren't crazy. You just disagree with them, Chris. I mean, that's the kind of rhetoric that gets everybody up in arms. It's not, oh, yeah. They're not you know, crazy. Joe's yeah, anti I, I think those, uh, the chairman of the committee's crazy. All the Democrats are crazy. They're not crazy. They just have a different opinion. Oh, but maybe it wouldn't be a good idea to have people who supported the insurrection on the committee. They, they which one of them? Which one of them came out? Which one of them, Chris, came out and espoused and said, "I support the insurrection. I think it was a great idea." Jim Jordan. He never said that. <laughs> didn't double did. No, he didn't. Didn't said didn't. they were normal tourists there for political. He discourse. didn't say he supported what they did. That's what I said. Just said. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably did. It depends whether you did it uh, on the first week or two after, or the a month or three after, or a year after. So what would have happened but, if the Democrats had gone? along with the Republican choices, what would have happened? Where would we be now? We, we, we experienced a lot of yelling and screaming. And we're not hearing that now because all the Democrats no, are such there models is, there of virtue? there's not been any yelling and screaming on the committee. That's right, because there's no second opinion. It's all, this is the way it's going to be. Uh, is that the only people you can have? Uh, do you want a serious fact finder on there, or do you want yelling and screaming? When, I, when I'm when i picking a lawyer to defend me in a criminal case, I want a guy <laughs> who's going to go to the mat for me. This is not a criminal case. Uh, but it is. It's a court no, of public opinion. The court of public opinion. It's the court of public Public opinion. That's what's being played to. Whether you want to admit it or not, the Democrats are not playing to anything other than to trying to make sure that Donald Trump never runs for any office again. And if they can convict him of and something, that's, that's what they'll do. That's a good do. idea, Joe. Yeah, I do think it's a good idea. I don't <laughs> okay, think he should run again. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't favor due process, even for somebody like Donald Trump, who maybe doesn't deserve it in some instances. But maybe, but everybody does. Everybody that's the way this country works. Due process, Joe. I agree with you, and that's what he's not getting well, you here. Just said you didn't. He's not. Ge- I said you missed what I said. Unless you believe that deserve. nobody deserves due process, I believe he does deserve it. I believe that if they had put Jim Jordan and the other Republicans on there, he would have at least gotten a vigorous defense, <laughs> if not disruptive and chaotic. We don't want a vigorous defense. We're trying to find facts. Of Joe. course not. We this we want. We just want to find how guilty and, he and is. We don't want to prove his innocence or prove that he might have been innocent of this. We just want to convict him and get the word out. Chris, could it be more balanced? Is there, would be, it seems one-sided to me, but it is, as you say, a finding of facts, so you want to find the facts well, however you can get them. That's when the Republicans decided not to cooperate. They had five people they could, they could appoint. They appointed three that were approved and two that weren't. And rather than 
find two that were acceptable or uh, just using the three that were accepted, they walked away. Did, let me they ask were you this. looking for a reason to walk away. Did Nancy and Pelosi... Let's talk about Loudermilk. Did Nancy, Pelosi, did Nancy Pelosi agree to write off any Democrats the Republicans didn't like? I don't remember hearing that. Well, they're not in control now, are they? Well, no. That's you just made my point. Might makes right. The Democrats no, have the power. They point. don't want it. Yes, you did. You made the my that point. I, never, I told you a fact that I never disagreed with. The simple fact is, if the Republicans didn't like the Democrats, they would have bet the Democrats would have been on the committee no matter what, because that's the way Nancy Pelosi wanted it. There's no offer to change. I don't recall any seeing any news stories where she said, "Hey, let me know if you don't like who's on the committee, and we'll change it." Period. (laughs) They never even attempted to negotiate it. You don't know that. There was no story that they attempted to negotiate. All right, moving okay, on, man. There was man. no story, and they announced they were leaving the right after that, and they never uh, went back and said, well, can we do this differently? Well, did Nancy Pelosi offer them an alternative? No. Yes, choose, choose some other people. Oh, right. That was the alternative. Pick the people. We we don't want these people because we don't like them. You pick two more. But, by the way, we're going to stick, of, we're gonna stick with the ones we picked. picked. Two were rejected. We're going that to stick even happens on jurors. All right, but how how many Democrats were rejected by the Republicans? How many how many peremptory challenges did the Republicans get over the Democratic members of the committee? There weren't any. Right, there weren't any because Nancy Pelosi wasn't going to entertain anything like that. I don't that. think they had preemptory challenges. It's not a because trial. Because they wanted a fact-finding thing where you people were working together to find facts, not what facts <laughs> they were trying to find. The Republicans didn't want to do that. So right, you say. Look at Loudermilk. <laughs> Take Loudermilk, for example. He uh, he led a uh, he led a uh, group through the gave a tour of the White House to the back corners of the I mean of the of the Congress of the Capitol through the back corners of the Capitol on January fifth, and then he claimed he never did it. And then his staff claimed that they looked at all the tapes and no such thing ever happened. And people on this show called up and said, oh, that was just a lie that the Democrats did, that they were the Republicans were giving tours of the Capitol before the insurrection. But then? And it turns out who was lying. And he even filed a suit against the person who said that was happening. And so what happened to that suit? Is there no limit to Republican lies? You want him on the committee, too, if he's appointed? So, would he have been an acceptable one, or could we have gotten and of rid course, of him without we all know that agreeing? no Democratic politician has ever lied or misstated a fact. I mean, even <laughs> Joe Biden, with his okay, appointment then, to the... Then, then the answer to that is... Is you agree with me? Joe, yeah. Joe uh, Biden's appointment to the Naval Academy the, does Joe Biden's appointment to the Naval Academy count? We can tell you. All right, that, can right? we move on then, Chris? We'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. <laughs> and, well, all the people who called up with all these crazy conspiracy theories about the election—it turns out the FBI investigated them, the, the campaign staff investigated them, the president's people investigate them, and they all came out negative, and then 
when they informed the president of that, he'd go to the next one, to the next one, and the next one, and then he'd go out in public and say them anyway. If that's not being a liar, and is that not duping your followers, and is that not lying to your followers... It's a lie. All right. We'll give you it. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Much appreciate the call. Uh, Let's see. Upper right-hand corner, it says, President Biden Biden fell off his bike over the weekend, and I've seen conservatives suggesting this is some kind of failure on his part, as if anyone can't lose their balance on a bike. But let's remember what's important here. You will never see Trump's fat rear end on a bike or any other piece of exercise equipment. (laughs) Biden is in better physical shape, better mental shape, and he didn't fuel an insurrection against our country. Biden is better in every way. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, you Trump zombies. Hey, did you see? happen to see Joe? He fell off his bike. But not only that, on Friday when he was getting ready to leave, he was talking to the media, and he started answering questions. And all of a sudden, his wife Jill says, it's time to go. We have to go. Well, the helicopter's waiting there. The President of the United States, nobody's going to you know, walk away if the President is expected somewhere. They're going to wait until he gets back. I'm sorry, President. You missed it. You, were <laughs> you missed your opportunity. We're sending the helicopter back to the Marine base. Right. Come on. I mean, everybody's just, until the Democrats can admit that he's being protected and guarded at every moment because he might oh, wander brother. off the reservation. Moving on. <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick break. we got a caller standing by, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Stand by Joe on the line. We'll be right with you. Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite show right now? The Lincoln Lawyer. All right. And that Netflix, was a movie, Netflix, right? Yes, but it's a Netflix series now, too. All right. To be continued. Upper right-hand corner. According to Chris, no new gun legislation so black people can protect themselves. From whom? Most gun violence and killings of black folks are black on black. We need something to help with this crazy gun violence, but go slow and make a good protective policy. I don't know. I think Matt Lawrence's mandatory, cockamamie mandatory carry law for everybody, man, woman, and child, infant. When you're born as an infant, you get a clock. I think this makes you a buffoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> it could be. Joe, you're on the mark. Yes, uh, I, I was going to comment on a story that uh, resurfaced from about two years ago, and it's about the Ashley Biden diary. And in uh, it was, uh, the story was broke in 2020, and I think in November or late October, right? The right Hunter Biden? The election. No, he's Ashley. No. Ashley Biden? Yeah. Her diary that was recovered in a, uh, what I call a halfway house in Florida, right? Uh, she had left it in a halfway house in Florida at a drug re- after drug rehabilitation. So during uh, these uh, session- sessions, what I understand is that uh, the people that are trying to help you uh, encourage you to keep a diary, which I not I, I wasn't familiar with anything like that. But anyhow, she had this diary, and then the person who uh, came in uh, after her, and her name uh, was um, Amy Harris, I believe, and she, uh, she discovered the uh, diary. I do believe it was between the mattress and the box spring, and she discovered this. So, anyhow, uh, if it th- this was reported in 2020, uh, to move on a little bit, because I know I have uh, three minutes or more, it seems like your call load was down a little bit, so I thought I'd call. Well, anyhow, in uh, 
And moving along into 2021 of November, the New York Times reported uh, that the Justice Department, the United States Justice Department, a probe over the diary uh, confirmed that the diary was authentic. So our own uh, Justice Department uh, authenticated it. But uh, since then, there hasn't been much news until now. The the Daily Mail, which is a British uh, newspaper, been around probably maybe 150 years but uh it does some good coverage. i don't know i don't really read it but uh does some good coverage so uh, things maybe you won't see normally but it is a british uh newspaper so uh there, there's uh there's a few sections and and now the biden administration is uh having the fbi wanting to recover this diary and they're using the FBI in a way that uh, normally uh, a diary would not be, you know, any situation for uh, the FBI to, you know, investigate. It's not really even a crime that if you find something in a hotel room that, uh, that you, know, you sell it. That's not really a crime, especially for the FBI. But anyhow, in in it, 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 it references this. Uh, Ashley Biden does reference. Uh, her troubles, you know, as if these people are trying to help her come to realize what her, uh, the core or the uh, germination of her problem is, so I guess encouraging it to write it down in the diary that might help you uh, come face to face with it, so uh, the part of it is about, uh, you know, her childhood and that, so uh, the, some of the details is about her uh, drug abuse and sex addiction, and this is her this is uh, expert's Excerpts from the uh, diary that the Daily Mail is uh, referencing, and her, as she was uh, hypersexualized as a youth, it says, and her chronic drug and sex addiction. Addiction, mm-hmm. and uh, it also says uh, the. I won't read it all, but here after a semicolon, it says, "and showering with my dad." Probably not appropriate. She wrote in. January of nineteen or twenty nineteen. So I was wondering uh, if anyone had heard about this. I thought it would be you know maybe bigger than Watergate that uh, Joe Biden had taken a or would take showers with his daughter who seems to have a lot of problems uh, in not not that uh, in where she can remember it. So she'd have to be maybe five years old or older. I don't know. Just going on my own ability to remember. Um, some childhood events, so uh, I didn't know if anyone else had heard anything about this. Well, the story broke two weeks before the 2020 presidential election, and it didn't go anywhere. I, I, I said that. That's what right. I said. It didn't go anywhere. I, I, the right uh, right wing, that they describe it as a right wing uh, organization, broke the story, but it didn't get any traction. Right. Well, the Daily Mail because it was the press. Pay, it, it could be like a pattern if you see uh, Hunter Biden's. Uh, laptop suppressed, and then this Ashley Biden diary recovered before the 2020 election, and that's suppressed. And then the New York Times reports on it that the Justice Department verified, and I know I'm going over the same thing, but go ahead then. Well, the Daily Mail reports that in her diary, the president's own daughter believes his alleged showering with her could have helped create her sex addiction. Now, this seems rather salacious to me, to be honest with you. (laughs) One of the arguments against that is that that was written in by someone else and that she didn't write that. I mean, that's one of the arguments. I'm not not saying, 
I wouldn't know, but the Justice Department verified it, right? That That's in this, so... No, The New York Times apparently confirmed it. The Daily Mail Just states, its existence, not no, that here's, here's piece of it. Here's their statement. Hold a second. Hold it, Joe, Joe, hold it, hold it, Joe, hold it a second. The Daily Mail states that the New York Times confirmed that the Ashley Biden diary is authentic after the newspaper reported a Justice Department probe over the diary in November of 2021. Right, but the question is, did someone else add that piece to it? Yes, I know everybody confirmed that diary, but she says oh, okay. she never said, said that, that in okay. there, and other people say it's in there. Well, that'd be hard to prove, wouldn't it? Well, I, I, One way or the other. Hand, I think I, if you could find an objective handwriting right. expert, they could probably oh, do by, it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead Am now. I there? Yep, go ahead. Okay. Or even the run-up to the election before this, wasn't there part of uh, the news on, you know, right-wing, uh, conservative, wrong-minded people wondering why Joe Biden would be touching young girls and things like that, even in, does, was that, uh, or, you know, my memory's not the well, greatest anymore. Well, that was brought anymore, up, but, but that part, he got elected uh, anyway. President Trump was so right, offensive. I know that. Uh, yeah, I know it, but I'm saying, <laughs> was that part of the, uh, like, uh, disinformation that Joe Biden was, uh, some people, I think, called him creep, or creepy, mm-hmm. right? Creepy, I don't, yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean that that wouldn't add anything to the justification or the authenticity of it. That you know, like a lot of people ask, why is he young? So anyhow, I think we all know that story. But I know the the like um, some people won't, uh, or they will say someone wrote it in. I'm not. Believe me, if they can, if they can, uh, if he can get elected, he can probably use his Justice Department to. Uh, Say that they that someone else wrote it in this. Ash, I think her name's Ashley or Amy Harris may have been the person who recovered it. Okay. And her story. And but part of the problem is that uh, they're investigating it with the FBI. This is Joe Biden using uh, the uh, I'll say a police force or a policing force to uh, you know strong arm and and. Uh, go after people that uh, right, he doesn't like suppress uh, information right. that doesn't that would be beneficial right, especially gonna... in the numbers are now <laughs> okay thank you Joe yeah we're going to suppress right. you thank Take you care. sir thanks for calling very in. good Appreciate hey, the call. Right. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Upper right hand corner, Joe. Right. Tom says pretty sickening. Joe once again defending the indefensible. <laughs> the insurrection <laughs> is what he's Not talking about. Not defending the insurrection. I'm defending the president's right to have somebody speak in his behalf in that and and examine cross examine the witnesses on his behalf. Um, well, they'll, he'll, he'll get his two cents when? in. Don't you worry. Well, well he later. is. He's, he's just now Not railing. tomorrow. On, later. He's on the outside ra- railing. I always remember what President Lyndon Johnson used to say. It's better ha- better to have the camel inside the tent urinating out than outside the tent urinating in. <laughs> Although he used another word for that. Okay. <laughs> There's an image we could have lived without. All right. Go ahead, Joe. Upper right-hand All corner. Right. <clears throat> Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for your program on the mark. It's a great place to share our views. Here is mine for today. I can understand people's ill feelings or hatred for Trump, but he has gone from the office almost 18 months. During that time, he was impeached twice, which will be re- uh, recorded in his historical records forever. In my opinion, since I voted for him, that's horrible. 
those that still don't like the ex-president, you need to allow your hurt or hate feelings to heal. Don't allow yourself negativity, stressful, or unreliable information. As Americans, let's focus on today. We have real problems that are far more serious than what's happening now on TV or what has happened in the past. We need to move on. The past is past. The future can be better if we learn from our past. If you need to live in the past, farewell. How can we learn from the past unless we know exactly what happened and who knew and when they knew it and what they did? Yeah, I, I don't know that the hearings necessarily to be need to be on TV, but I'm glad they're happening, and we can all see them if you so choose. And uh, But we still need to do it. But good email. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Looking forward. Uh, who, who was it that said the president's the front of his vehicle is all rear view mirror no dashboard <laughs> it's just whatever happened yesterday that's what we're worried about today all right so we'll take more comers if you'd like to send us an email 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the mark at wkok.com or you can text us at 70236 and be sure to include the keyword otm there's something to be said about a sale with a handshake a service technician who really knows what he's doing they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. We got another text on the way, or here, and we got a, uh, a uh, no, that's an email. Oh, we got a text and an email. Right, and we got uh, Dan from New Berlin on the line. Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, you know, I watched every bit of them hearings, and they have never made a connection that Trump caused the riot or the break-ins at the Capitol building. Yet all the time they keep telling, this proves it, this proves it. They haven't proved one thing except they're, they want to get rid of Trump once and forever. They don't want to ever see him again and run for office. That's about all they're trying to do. But they haven't made no connection that he, that he had anything to do with the incident on January 6th. Well, who's the... Is it Eastman? There's one of the lawyers that talked to the Proud Boys, so people are saying, aha, that's where he talked to the Proud Boys, or, you know, through this lawyer. Yeah, but Dan, you have have to stop and realize that what he was calling the vice president names, going on saying that, you know, well, he let us down, he didn't do the right thing, he's a a A wimp. Yeah, you know, he's a wimp. If he didn't tell people to go there and create the riot, he at least never did anything to cool people's tempers down. Roger Stone. That's who talked to the Proud Boys for the president. You know... They they have never done anything for him either. 
they went, this isn't a fair hearing, and don't matter because it's Trump, you can do what you want against Trump, and it's all all right by the media. They, you know. Well, you're right. They haven't connected. They haven't connected Trump to any of that insertion at all, and he, he had every every one of them or the group they could they say this proves it this proves it well they haven't proved a thing and yet they keep telling people that and a certain group out there are going to believe what they tell them to believe if you lie enough keep telling that lie over and over and over. Ooh, that's what yeah, the, there's the dumbed a certain down theory? amount of people yes. are going to believe it. Yeah, that's the dumbed-down theory. Dale flagged us for that, saying we repeat lies on the show over and over, and eventually people <laughs> believe it. So if I tell yeah, you the sky is green enough, you're going to believe it. But yeah, Dan, it happens. They believe, they call us the zombies. We're not. <laughs> Trump's following us. We don't follow him. That's how he got into office because he did what we wanted. He he made the country great, and they do not want a great country. That group, they're out to take us down. But Trump was out to save us. Yeah, so, but you don't. But you don't have absolute faith in him. You didn't like his endorsement of Doctor Oz. <laughs> right. He made <laughs> you didn't like. You didn't like his endorsement of the vaccines. I mean, is he a god or isn't he? No, no, he's a man. He's a man that did and a, a good flawed job as man. president. <laughs> he, his policies were right. He got us. We were in the best shape we ever were for a long time. Right, but I, and I'll he agree with you. His, right thing. Dan, his policies were the best thing for this country. Still believe Amen. they are. But not him. He's At this point, he's the worst thing for this country. He's divisive. <laughs> he's mean. He's nasty. He can't put anything in the rearview mirror, as someone once said here they in this can't program. Either. <laughs> the press can't. They can't put anything. I mean, they didn't have to have this show hearing. They didn't have to do that, but they can't get Trump out of their brain. We were, <laughs> he lives rent you know, free. It's, every it's ridiculous how yeah. much they don't want him in there again. That should tell you they don't love this country. They, so, in other words, if I don't love if, if I don't love Donald Trump, I don't love this country. Is that what you're saying? Come on now. Well, that's what he said. Well, no, that's not what Dan said. No better. A lot of them are. Just follow whatever they're told to follow out here. There's a few, the few top left wingers. Maybe the what some one or two of the callers that call here know exactly that they want a socialist government. They know that, and they can't deny it. But they never, they never tell me I'm wrong when I tell them they're working for a socialist system. Not a one ever said that. You're wrong. You're wrong. Two of us have. No. <laughs> Not no, Joe. At two, well, Joe. <laughs> all if right, you Dan. believe that, you're falling right for the <laughs> line that yep. they're giving you. Yeah, Joe. Come on. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Well, Thanks know, for calling in. expression, Dan, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Exactly. That's us. And, <laughs> oh, I never heard that one. Trump That's a good made one. America. You have to admit, Trump made America great again. Nope. We were sliding down <laughs> Not hill so fast. I didn't ever think 
honestly, before Trump got in, I didn't think America would ever get back to any kind of decency well, again. Dan, there's a scale, and everybody, everything in life either adds to the left of the scale or the right of the scale. I think when President Trump started out, his good far outbalanced his bad, but toward the end, the bad outbalanced the good. Uh, he, I agree with you. I agree one thing that he that he shouldn't have pressured uh, Pence. I, I don't agree with that part. I've said that. I've said Pence did what he had to do. Right. And, and I I don't agree with that part. But nevertheless, the administration came out. The right thing happened even though it was a fraudulent vote. There's not much we're going to get done. It's it's too late now except get elections back to the way they should be and not have these drop boxes and all this that, that the mules use to help get the election in their favor. All they right. get rid of some of that. Dan, we got to hit the we'll road. We'll have a fair election again. Thank you, sir. we got to hit the road. Yeah, we're out of time All today, right, Dan. Thanks a lot. have a great day. You too, right, man. We'll Thank later. you. I'll be out in New Berlin later this summer. We'll have lunch. <laughs> I only know of one restaurant out there at the school. The best restaurant out there closed. At the sun. Oh. Oh, the showers. Showers. John Showers place, right? Place called. Um, don't remember. <laughs> hey, hey, come right. on. Stop have, a good, have a good one, man. See, see you tomorrow. Walter. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. All right. This is WKOK Sunbury, 10 a.m.